What's up, everybody? On today's show, Mississippi State quarterback Mike Wright joins the show. We'll talk about his time at uh, quarterback at Vanderbilt and where his journey has taken him to today. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked on SEC. It's great to have you guys along. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And on YouTube, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, covering your team every day. All right, let's jump right into it. We've been catching up with a lot of SEC players preparing for the upcoming season. And joining us right now is former Vanderbilt, now Mississippi State quarterback Mike Wright jumping in with us. Mike, how are you, man? How's your summer going? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm back in beautiful Starkville, Mississippi for uh, summer workouts, and I, I'm just, we're just out here grinding, and I'm loving every second of it. So I'm excited for this season coming up, and I'm just excited to be around the guys and, you know, going at it. So I've always called it Stark Vegas. I can't not call it Stark Vegas after uh, being there a couple of times. But uh, let's start here, Mike. I, I want to work backwards kind of. You spent your first three three seasons at Vanderbilt. You're going into your fourth year. You entered the transfer portal you had to Mississippi State. So from Anchor Down to Hale State, what went into that decision? How did you find yourself in Starkville this year? Oh, yeah. Well, one, the portal is a crazy place. And you ask any athlete who's ever been through the portal, it's a little different in high school recruiting. Just because you got to figure out a new home in a month and a half. Um, sometimes it's even less than that, depending on when you jump in. And so uh, for me, it was just about trying to build a relationship with coaches um, from the day I entered December 18th all the way until – getting here at Starkville uh, the day before the adder drop date. So for my recruit, it went all the way to the end. And so uh, for me, it was just building my relationship with Coach Barbet and Coach Arnett, you know, throughout the time that I was in the portal. And, you know, everybody always says, I mean, you got to come to Stark Vegas. Like you say, once you get there, there's just a different aura. There's a different feeling. And so for me, you know, combined with the relationship I built with, you know, those two great guys and the offensive vision, I mean, it was no a no-brainer once I, you know, jumped on campus and, you know, saw the place for myself, so. We'll get into a little bit later on, on what your role will be this year, but was there, I guess, you know, most people assume you're going to go somewhere and, you know, just you're going to go somewhere and be where, the, where they have an open job and a starter. Will Rogers still being on this roster, what was the thought process there? Knowing Will is coming back for his fourth year there at Mississippi State, um, I mean, I, I guess the simple question is, is there, is there room for both of you guys to play? Oh, yeah. Well, one, you know, whenever you hop in a situation like that, everybody always assumes like, all right, you got two figurehead leaders. Are they going to be bucking heads? Or anything? I mean, my relationship with, with Will is amazing. I mean, we've known each other since we got to college. You know, we played Mississippi State at Vanderbilt, you know, twice. And then we were both together at the Manning Passing Academy. And so – you know, whenever you walk into a room with a guy, you already have a relationship. It makes it so much easier. And then, you know, my role always is just to help a team win, however, you know, however much I can and, you know, in my role. And so there was never really a thing where it's like, all right, I'm going to go somewhere where I know, hey, I'm going to immediately play. I'm going to be the guy. That's not who I am as a person. One, I love to compete. And two, you know, for me, it was just about a place that fits Mike Wright. It's not so much about, all right, 
where is the most logical place Mike could go, you know, for in somebody else's eyes. It was, you know, a decision that I wanted to make in a place that I felt like fit me as a person and as a football player. And so um, that's what Mississippi State offered me. And so that's why I'm here right now. I want to rewind with you a little bit. You were a quarterback recruit coming out of the Atlanta area out of high school. You must have had some really good grades because you had offers from Boston College, Northwestern, and Vanderbilt. Uh, I guess what ultimately made you choose Vanderbilt because it's a tough school, man. Oh, yeah. Well, one thing I pride myself is just um, just expanding knowledge. Um, and so whether or not that be in the academic sense or just in a world sense. And so uh, for me, that's always been – a thing for me, I, there's always like this running joke I always put out talking about just being an academic weapon. And that's just basically giving your best and giving your all, you know, in the classroom. And so, you know, I always run into people like, man, I'm not, I'm not smart in this area. I'm like, look, you can be, you don't have to be smart with numbers. You don't even have to be smart with words. You can be smart in other areas of life. And so um, for me, I'm always big on expanding knowledge. So whether or not I have a class, or homework to do. If I don't have anything like that, I'm researching something random or, you know, just trying to test my brain a little bit. And so that did kind of play a factor into, you know, why I went to Vanderbilt. Um, but for me, it's just, like I said, it's just, that was the place that fit me at the time and fit me as a person, as a football player. So that's ultimately why I chose that place. So you saw a little action your freshman year with, with Ken Seals. And I mean, look, it was a weird year of COVID and all that. 2021 uh, it was you and Ken again. And then this past year was you and AJ Swan, um, you know, kind of splitting time almost. Uh, how tough was that journey those first few years at Vandy? Because look, there was a lot of losses. There was a lot of just tough, grueling weeks, I got to think. And I got to think it's got to be pretty hard on a guy like yourself that's a competitor and wants to win. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say it was hard, but one, I just appreciate the experience. I mean, I, here I am, like I said, the guy from Atlanta, I get a chance to play college football in front of 100,000 fans, you know, weekly and all on TV and all this kind of stuff. And so, one, I never take those moments for granted. If anything, I enjoy them. And then plus, I mean, who I don't want the, the easy path where you don't have to face adversity, where you don't have to – you know, go through ups and downs. And so um, for me, it was just about the experience. And anything is just learning. Um, try not to make the same mistake that you did last week, this week. And so, one, I can just say I've learned a lot. And so when it comes down to there's times where you kind of get kicked down and your face is to the dirt, you know, I've, I've battled through those adversity, you know, and so I'm kind of battle-tested. So if anything, I kind of appreciate it just because I've lived through those moments and I've lived through those, you know, pressurized moments so when they come up again you know I have confidence that I'll come out on top so uh how tough was it I, I gotta assume coach Derek Mason was the guy who recruited you there how tough was it when they decided to part ways with him and then two what was it like getting to know coach Clark Lee coming in and taking over oh yeah well one coach Mason's a great guy so you didn't want to talk about a player's coach that's who he was for us and so you know when um, our athletic director at the time made the decision to part ways. It kind of hit us with our heart. You know, it wasn't so much a, a football sense, but it was more like, all right, we're losing a mentor. Um, and so, you know, I'm still in contact with Coach Mason. Um, you know, we'll we'll send each other text messages here and there, and, you know, I'll check up on him and he'll check up on me. And so, you know, that was the relationship that we built in those nine months in which I was there at, at Vanderbilt. And so, you know, I was much appreciative of them. And then, when Coach Lee came in, I mean, he was he was full throttle. 
I mean, it was a guy who, you know, he was alumni there, um, full, full going. He was ready to, you know, get this the team back on track. And so, you know, I, I appreciate him in a sense too, just where it's like, I mean, that was my guy. I mean, he was he served as a mentor for that team. He served to kind of put life back into that football program. And so, um, you know, all the I know all the alumni and all the fans still at Vanderbilt are very much appreciative of him and what he's doing. So I'm appreciative of what the you know what he did for me during my time there as well. So. Thank you guys so much for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. First, I want to remind you guys, this episode is presented to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on all the action than at FanDuel. They are America's number one sports book because right now new customers can get that no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is 1000 bucks back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. I think I said that right. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to go sign up today. And don't miss that chance to snag that no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Very easy to go to the website, go sign up. And a, a quick reminder, FanDuel, they are the official partner of Major League Baseball. We're about to hit the All-Star break. Plenty of games still remaining this season. Plenty of action to get into. And FanDuel's got you covered. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. And MLB trademarks used with permission. Continue our conversation with uh, Mike Wright, former uh, Vanderbilt quarterback, now at Mississippi State. And, Mike, uh, another guy, one of your teammates, your running mates last year, Ray Davis, he also hit the portal. He's going to Kentucky as they lose Chris Rodriguez. But I know he's looking to be one of those workhorses. He finished fourth in the SEC in rushing last year. Uh, Give me a scouting report. What's Kentucky getting in Ray Davis coming over to Lexington? Well, one, they're getting a dude who's going to work his tail off. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who was up for the running for comeback player of the year, and that was for a reason. I mean, he had to battle through injuries. And so, you know, for us to get him back at the time during, you know, when I was at Vanderbilt was amazing. You want to talk about like the, a one-two punch when it came down to the not only the rushing game um, for him and me, but just a guy who just served as a leader for that team. Um, and so – I would say to Kentucky fans, you know, I would be excited to have, you know, Ray Davis on my team. I mean, a guy, uh, every down back, you need dirty yards, he can do that. A guy who can break away, a guy in the passing game who can catch the ball out of the backfield and, and make something happen on plays that is not supposed to make happen. So, I mean, at the end of the day, that's just a great guy. I mean, that's what I would be more excited about, you know, as a coach and as somebody who's, you know, running the team, running a program, you know, I would want great guys in my program. And so that's who he is. So that's my pitch on Ray Davis right there. Well, November 4th, you guys get Kentucky coming to Starkville. That that rivalry stays on, Kentucky-Mississippi State. So uh, you all be on opposite sides. That will be a fun one to watch. Um, I want to look back, uh, Mike, on a couple of games from last season because you were part of just two huge wins in recent years for the program. Uh, you guys lose to South Carolina last year. You dropped to three and six, you, but you'd had some competitive games there and, and with Mizzou. What was that mindset going into the Kentucky game in Lexington, and what made you guys think like, you know, hey, we got a chance in this one? I put it this way: that mindset going in there was like, all right, we've been close, we've been in close games, as you said. We always talk about on that Sunday morning what we could have done better. Let's have a different conversation on Sunday. And so that was the message you know, that I displayed to the team where it's like, look, this is this is our game. There is no holding back. There is no 
oh, man, I wish I would have done this, lay it all on the line. So, you know, that was our mindset going to that game. And just to – and like you said, like it ended up trickling when we win that game and then win against, against Florida. But, you know, our mindset for that game was, look, we are coming to win. We are going to Lexington to win. We don't care what the weather is. It was 17 degrees. It was raining, cold, snow. It was like, look, as soon as we got there, it was like it didn't matter what the score was. All we knew was we were going to have more points than them on the way back home. So that was the most important part for us. So so Chris Rodriguez scores on a 72-yard touchdown run. Y'all are down 21-17. You get the ball back with under five minutes to go. And you just go on this methodical clock-draining drive that included a 4th and 11 pass by you to Quincy Skinner for 40 yards down the Kentucky 9-yard line. What did you see on that play? I mean, that's the 4th and 11. Well, I'll, I'll put it this way. The play before, the corner on that side got hurt. And they put in the backup corner. And so, you know, we, we had a guy, we had Will Shepard on the left, Quincy Skinner was on the right. Um, they moved their best guy over to our, you know, our best guy. I was like, look, there's their corner. Like I said, it was 17 degrees. So you want to talk about him being cold. That was, that was just the chance that we we're going to take. And so, you know, my job as a quarterback is just to give guys opportunities to make a play guys who are better than me to make a play. I can't jump the highest. That's not my job. That's why I don't play receiver. Um, so like I said, on that fourth and eleven play, it was just about that trust in a guy and let him go make a play. And so there was no doubt in my mind that he was going to come up with that catch. As soon as I'm throwing the ball, I'm running down the field because I'm like, all right, we got to get this thing rolling. So, um, like you said, fourth and eleven, a backup corner rolled in. I would hate to be that guy to roll in during that situation. So, all I honestly just throw the ball and let let my guy go make a play. And then a few plays later, you hit Will Shepard for the eight-yard touchdown pass of 32 seconds left. Um, Will Shepard feels like one of those guys that, like, we, we see the numbers, we see the stats, we know he's good, yet it feels like he's a little bit disrespected. I mean, being a teammate of his, of his Will Shepard just feels like a guy that's always open and always catching the football. Yeah, and I'll put it this way. Um, if you don't know his name by now, I just don't think you're an actual college football fan. <laughs> um, you want to talk about a guy who can who can stretch the field, um, a true ex receiver, um, a guy who has great hands, who can do stuff with the ball. Like it, like from a six as a six three receiver, when you can actually catch the ball and do something with it after you catch the ball, it's dangerous. And there's not too many guys around the league that can do that. And so. Like I said, if you don't know his name now, you know, I would, in the most respectful way, call you a casual college football player. I wouldn't call you a guy who actually loves college football. Um, like I said, he was my roommate for two and a half years. Uh, you want to talk about a relationship that we've built over time. I mean, in constant group chats and texting every single day. Um, that's my guy. He'll have a tremendous year this year. And on past there, he'll be one of those guys that we talk about having one of those 10 to 12 year tenures in the NFL just because he's a workhorse and he's going to find a way to keep producing like he did for us at Vanderbilt. So I'm proud of him. One, one more on last season, uh, that next week, you guys, you know, Florida comes to town and I got to think you guys had some real confidence going into that one with the win over Kentucky. Anthony Richardson comes in. He started to be hyped as a first round talent in the NFL, 
but you were the one making a lot of those winning plays early in that game. You finished with three touchdown passes, and your defense really capitalized, forcing Florida into mistake into a bunch of mistakes, and you guys get that win. Which win was more gratifying in your mind, the win over Kentucky or the win over Florida? Oh, man. I think, you know, of course, you know, that, that win against Kentucky, um, it ended a streak. But like I said, Doc, when you win one of those games at Florida with the infamous rushing the field um, at home, uh, that 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 game right there, I think that game was fun. I mean, whenever you get a chance to, to win at home, uh, I know and I knew Will Levis too just from Manning, but I know Anthony Richardson a lot, and we we text a lot, so it was always good to play against your friends and stuff like that. But honestly, those games were games where you were just like look. We got to go win this game. Um, it was exciting. I had fun. Um, it was just a great moment for us, you know. So I was excited. You, you were voted team captain, a team captain last year at Vandy. You were one of the representatives of the team at SEC Media Days. How hard was that to to walk away from at Vandy with with all you went through the last couple of years? Oh yeah, it was probably one of the, if not the hardest decision I had to make in my life, um, and that's just because. I had to make that decision purely for Mike Wright. Um, you know, I'm a team first, a people first oriented person. You know, that's who I am. You know, I'm, I'm going to put the team's needs in front of mine every single day of the week. Um, but so stepping away was hard just because my younger brother's still there. Um, he's there. He'll be their nickel guy this year. You know, I had – one blood brother, but I had 99 other brothers on that team too. And so the great part about that and the major part about that was the support after making a decision. Um, you know, I'm still in, like I said, I'm in constant communication with all those guys. They always check up on me. I always check up on them. Um, just because that was the relationship that we've built over those three years that I was there. Like you said, we've been through the most ups and downs, um, as a team, but realistically as 18 through 22 year olds can kind of go through in college football with coaching changes, um, a season where you didn't put a W in a column to break in the street, being two SEC teams. And so, like I said, we don't have the conventional path of doing things that, you know, the, I don't want to say the right way in college football, but just the most, you know, prominent way in college football. So, I mean, we, we're brothers, so that was one of the hardest decisions I had to make. But, you know, having their support for not only the players but the coaching staff as well, um, that meant a lot. All right, continue our conversation with Mike Wright. I just got a couple more for you, Mike, and we really appreciate your time. Um, what's the hardest hit you've taken so far in college? <laughs> Look, I don't know what I've done to the defenses that we've played. But it just seems like everybody wants their kill shot um, <laughs> at me. Um, honestly, I could make a realistic. I could make a five-minute video on how hard I've been hit. Um, two years ago, Sam Williams from Ole Miss um, on a two-point play ripped my face mask, and I'm just torpedoed in the air. Um, Wake Forest, I get knocked out of bounds. I mean, there's you know what. I will make a stream of clips, and I'll put that out, and I'll let the world see how to the to the kids listening to this. If you really want to play college football, and you want to understand how hard you get hit, 
Go look at the video I'll put out in the next couple of days. And I'll let you know how hard it is to, to get hit by some dudes who are 315 pounds who can run a 4-6, so. What's I mean like the Sunday after a game when you get hit like I mean is it ice tub is it is it what's what's that like? As crazy as it sounds, I feel like a, a crash dummy at this point just because <laughs> by Sunday morning I'm all right. The only thing that hurts is just from just normal soreness and running around all day long. But like I said, those those hits that you take, I mean honestly, I feel like I'm battle tested to where. I done been hit the hardest out of everybody on any team that I done walk on. So now I feel all right every time I come on Sunday. But like you said, I mean, I love it. I, like I, you got to be kind of crazy to play quarterback, but not only play quarterback in the SEC because you're playing against some guys who are going to be playing on TV on Saturdays, Sundays, and then talking about how they were playing on Saturdays and Sundays from years to come. So playing against the best guys to ever really play football. Um, so – I mean, I love it. Well, let's talk a little bit about your role this year because we already talked about Mike. Uh, Will Rogers is there. Um, I got to think if you're not starting, I mean, you're, you're, there's going to be some design runs because you're too good of a runner to to not have some kind of role, um, you know, part of the game plan, maybe some goal line packages. I mean, you don't have to give away the secrets, but like what have, what have those discussions been like and how they want to use you? Yeah, well, you know, I still have, you know, two years left of eligibility with the, the chance to redshirt. So, you know, who knows what my plan is, you know, from a coach's standpoint. Um, you know, my job every every time I step into the facility is to prepare like I'm the starting quarterback. Um, just because if you kind of look at my career, you know, I've been the starter sometimes. I've been the guy who's had prepare to be the starter and not start a guy who's had to come in and start. And so not only does that tell the world, but that kind of just tells myself like, Hey, at any moment, your number can be called. So you better be ready when your number's called. And so, you know, my job as a quarterback first is to prepare the team on Saturdays and to prepare our team to go out there and go win a football game. So um, that's what I'll do. I'll prepare like I'm being the starting quarterback and one, you know, you know, our, our new OC and, you know, Coach Barbe um, has one of the most creative minds in college football. Um, that's one guy where I'm like, look, go watch his offenses in years past, if you don't know, to actually get the full scale of what this offense can be and what, you know, where we can go. And so, like I said, I'll be ready for kind of any role that I get thrown into. Um, but when that time comes is when that time comes. All I know is right now, hey, you prepare your butt off and you help this team out to where we're ready to go by week one. And, uh, you know, wherever that role is, best believe I'm, I'm ready for it. So. Uh, a quick thought on a couple of guys on your team this year. Um, I watched the spring game. Man, it feels like we're going to see Tulu Griffin out in space. Just, just get him in space, get him the ball, let him go. Um, I mean, look, the, the sky's the limit. End arounds. Wide receiver screens, I mean, is it as simple as that? Get the ball in this guy's hands and let him go? Like I said, I mean, as a quarterback, when you're surrounded by guys who are far more talented than you, <laughs> it is so much easier to play your job. And so, like you said, we got playmakers on our team in, in Tulu, and whenever you got guys like that, you just find different ways to get him the football and just let him be himself. Um, we just talk about, like you said, the jet sweeps, the, the over routes, everything in between. And so he's one of those guys where it's like, 
if he asked me to race, I might have to stretch a little bit extra because I actually <laughs> might lose that one. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm excited to have him on our team. And plus, that, that receiving core has come a long way ever since the new installation of this offense. And so I'm proud of them. You know, we got a, a big X receiver in Justin Robinson. And, you know, Xavier Thomas is coming along, too. And we got young guys in the room. And so I'm excited for that group. I'm excited for this offense. I mean, we got a new offense going in. And I know there's always – questions on, oh, I wonder what's going to look like. What's this going to look like? What's this going to look like? But, you know, now everybody kind of thinks about the players having to learn and to go out there and execute it. Um, so I'm excited because I think, you know, we're coming along as offense. And, you know, we'll be ready to go by week one. Jaquavian Marks, better running back or better dancer? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, I, I know Woody from uh, – that's what we call, we call him Woody. He's from Atlanta, too. And so we've, we've grown up together and played against each other and played with each other. But you want to talk about a guy with a big personality. I mean, as great as a dancer he is, I would hate to be the linebacker lined up across from him. So <laughs> I'll put it that way. I'll battle I'll, I'll dance battle him. But if you tell me to do a good old-fashioned Oklahoma drill, I might my hamstring might hurt. I might have to get out of the way. <laughs> uh, a quick thought on the defense, because I was going through your depth chart, and, man, I mean, look, two of the best linebackers in the country back in Nathaniel Watson and Jet Johnson, but that D-line, I mean, Jaden Crumity's back. Y'all got some pieces, and I start looking at them like, man, don't let Mississippi State get hot now because I think y'all are going to start winning a lot of games because that defense is dangerous. From a personnel standpoint, I mean, I like us. I mean, like you said, from a D-line standpoint, I mean, we got Buki and, you know, Jet coming back and, like, I mean, it's, it's scary. And, like, it, it's legit scary. And so, and one thing I'll tell people as well is, like, from a schematic standpoint, I mean, with Coach Arnett and Coach Brock, I mean, those two guys, as a quarterback, it's kind of hard to prepare for it in only six days. Like I said, at my time at Vanderbilt, you know, we played Mississippi State twice. Um, and so, you know, you get off whatever game you played before, Sunday, you watch the game by Sunday night, Monday morning, you're starting your preparation for the week to come. And we throw at you Mississippi State's defense, which is unlike any other defense really in the SEC. And you're just like, Coach, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, and so, you know, from not only from a personnel standpoint, for, but also from a schematic standpoint, I'm just like, look, that defense is dangerous. And like you said, don't let us, don't let us get hot. I mean, like, I, like you said, I mean, I won't let all the secrets go because I'm excited and, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to give out too much, but I'm, like I said, I'm excited for this team and I'm excited for what we, what we are and what we can do this year. So. All right. I got two more for you. One, your mom was a principal. How tough was she on you growing up? <laughs> so my congratulations to my mom last summer, she got her doctorate in math. So I, I can only address her as Dr. Mom or Dr. Right. So, <laughs> Like you said, I mean, that kind of like that sense of where it comes to doing something every day to expand your knowledge. Like I didn't have any homework today, so I did a puzzle as some simple as that. But it's like that's where it comes from. Dr. Wright. And so, you know, she's she's done it. Her and my dad have done a tremendous job when it comes to, you know, raising myself. My brother, I got two twin sisters who are competitive dancers and they're all in their presidential awards when it comes to academics and stuff like that. And so. Um, that's a testament to Dr. Wright right there. All right, last thing for you. When Mike Wright's not playing football, what are you doing? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> One, I, I, have a, I have an interest in life. 
and if you can't keep up, I suggest you not really being a part of it. Because, like, <laughs> look, I'm fast-paced. I'm going to keep on going. Um, like I said, I like, to, I like to be uncomfortable, honestly. So I like doing new things. I mean, like I said, I just got done making a puzzle today. You know, whether or not it's going outside and doing something. I like to go on walks, which is unheard of nowadays, apparently with people <laughs> my age going outside. Um, but honestly, I like to build things. My dad's an electrical engineer. Um, so whenever I'm bored, I might, you know, undo something in the house and rebuild it again or something like that, or do some research on the periodic table or something weird like that. Like I'm a weird <laughs> person. Like when, it, if you take the football part out of my life, I'm honestly like a dork. If you want to be honest with you, but like, it is who I am. I am who I am. So. If Will calls and says, come hunting with me, are you going? Listen, I've been trying to convince and see. Look, Rogers, he's a he's a he's a football junkie too. So it's whenever we're in this part of the season right now, it's like, all right, you can't get me or him out the facility. But I'm like, look, the next time you gotta start me slow. Let's start. Let's start off by going, you know, fishing. Let's start there, <laughs> and then let's work our way up. Because if you throw me out there, I'm gonna scare all the animals away. I'm gonna run if it, I'm like, look. Start me off easy, and then, all right, well, we can, we can, we can start getting to the bigger things. But look, best believe, I'm going. I'm going. The next time he's he's fishing, I'm gonna be right there with him now. That's the best part of Will Rogers. We always ask guys at like SEC Media Days and stuff, like, what's the last thing you watched on Netflix, or would you? What's the last movie you watched? Will's like, hey man, I don't know anything about that. I've been out outdoors. Like, <laughs> listen, you could cut the electricity off at that dude's house, and he wouldn't notice until maybe a week later. He's he's. <laughs> He's every bit of a Mississippian you can get to um, when it's just he's outside. Like, he will tell you right now, no, nah, I'm like, you didn't watch the, the Power Rangers when you were growing up? He's like, dude, I was outside playing with the ball with my shoes off. I wasn't watching the Power Rangers when I was growing up. But honestly, I mean, we that's what makes our quarterback room jail so much. You just got you got different personalities, guys who are just there to, to win football games and just have fun while doing it, so. Um, it's truly exciting. Well, Mike, uh, this has been a blast, man. Thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Best of luck to you uh, in your journey. We're excited to see you in a new spot at Mississippi State. Excited to see what the future holds for you. And uh, best of luck, man. We'll, uh, don't be a stranger. We'll have to get you on again down the road, all right? Oh, yeah. Just let me know. All right. That's Mike right there. Uh, Mississippi State quarterback now. That is just about going to do it for this edition of Locked On SEC. A little abbreviated edition Make sure you guys are subscribed and checking us out every day right here on Locked on SEC. We'll be bringing you over the next couple days. But for now, you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow right back here on Locked on SEC. Have a good day.